0: Greetings, patriots, friends, sweet brethren of the Lord. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you today with exceedingly great joy. Today, I want to talk about great minds think alike, and I'll be completing this series today. This is part three so let's pray father i thank you that you have given us your mind and i thank you father that when we align our mind with your mind your precious and holy word we will be transformed we will be made anew in our mind father we understand and know that the battle is always in our mind that's the battlefield But thank goodness that you have given us your grace, uh, that undeserved, unmerited favor and that supernatural ability to do what we cannot do in our own strength. So thank you for grace today, Lord. Thank you for grace to walk and to think just like you, Jesus. So, Father, I thank you for every listener today, and I ask you to bless them with the mind of Christ and your thoughts, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. So I'm going to conclude today talking about our mind. And I kind of wanted just to reiterate a couple things from last week. I mentioned that the battle for our soul is in our mind. And sometimes we do struggle, all of us do, at one time or another with keeping our thoughts clean or free from, you know, offense, bitterness, whatever. Bad thoughts, you know, dislike, hate, vengeance. But the best cure that I can offer is to find someone who knows how to pray and ask for their help. And stay close to the Lord. Keep yourself immersed in his word. And why is that? You know, I think I could say this every week, and then maybe you would finally get it. But the word of God, the Bible, the very word of God, is a healing balm. God's word is a cleansing balm, and it's a delivering balm. God's word is the medicine you need. You can take it like a medication. A daily dose, three times a day, four times a day, would even be better. You know, I'm reminded of a friend who suffered with bipolar disease. I, I just, this person was really not mentally well at all. Okay? Do you know that this person received total deliverance merely by? reading god's word praying and reading god's word god's word is light and i told you many times that the light of the gospel the light of the bible will displace any darkness in you and as this person continued to feed on god's healing balm the word they were eventually completely delivered from bipolar mental issues. Nobody laid hands on them. Nobody, none of that. It was simply God's word that brought freedom to this individual. That's amazing. And if you heard the person tell tell their testimony, it's much more powerful than what I'm even able to share with you. But it's important to let you know the power that I talk about all the time, the power of God's word. It's a healing balm. It can deliver you. Um, I'm also reminded of doctor, an actual physician, Lillian Yeomans, who's now deceased, who wrote a great book on healing. She was addicted to morphine and had had some Uh, initial problem, was given morphine, got addicted, and I mean was totally addicted to morphine, could not get off the drug. Do you know how she got delivered from morphine addiction? God's word. Simply, simply God's word. And she has a wonderful testimony about that and how if you just meditate, chew on uh, 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 you know, like like a, a cow chews its cud. Meditate and chew on this word and feed your soul and your spirit, man, the word of God on a daily basis, not just one time a day, not two times a day. Just when you have something that severe, it, it's not just like uh, I, I'm going to take a little sip of of the word, and, and I'm going to be good. No, 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 no. This is like gulping and gulping and gulping the word of God. And she was totally delivered from morphine and went on to write a fantastic book. It's a classic. I'm sorry, I don't remember the title of the book. But you can find it on Amazon, Lillian B. Yeoman's. I believe it's Y-E-O-M-A-N-S, great book on healing, but do you understand what I'm saying about how important God's word is? Not just important, it's the power of the gospel. So, yes, great minds think alike, and when we have Christ's Mind, because we're in the word, that word is transforming us. Romans 12, 1. We went over that earlier. Um, we renew our mind. Uh, our faith then grows because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So as long as we keep meditating and Joshua 1, 8, that's how I closed last week was Joshua 1.8, the book of the law, meaning the Bible, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Why? That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. That means we obey all that the Holy Spirit wrote in that book. Because then there's a great outcome. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. With that, then, we will move on to Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So again, not exactly the same words as Joshua 1.8, but the point being It's the same um, thought process. Meditate on these things. Now, things that are true, things that are noble, things that are just, things that are pure and lovely, where do you think those things exist? Do you think they're going to exist in Rolling Stone magazine? Do you think they're going to exist in Cosmopolitan? Do you think they're going to exist in the daily newspaper? Do you think they're going to exist in some worldly book that you've picked up? No. Those things exist in the scriptures. The things that are true. The things that are really, really true are the things that the Holy Spirit has inspired men to write in the, God, in the, in the Bible. What is noble? What is honorable? Matters of re, worthy of respect, dignified, exalted in character. You read about the people in the Bible who were able to walk dignified, exalted in their character or a character of excellence. Daniel, the Bible even says he was of an excellent spirit. It says it also of um, Caleb and Joshua. They were of an excellent spirit. They were honorable men. So you read about them, you study their life, and you meditate on these things. Um, whatsoever things are just. Well, let me go back to the, the things that are true. Now, when we say true, we're talking about statements, facts that are not lies or rumors or embellishments, things that are sincere. There's not an evil motive behind it. It's not deceitful. Uh, Things that are true are loyal. Things that are true are proper. They're genuine. Now, true or truth is a characteristic of God. So whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble or honorable, or whatsoever things are just, meaning right, uh, thoughts and plans that meet God's standards of rightness or justice, those things are are in keeping with the truth they are righteous they're just so if you want to read about justice if you want to read about the standards of righteousness you, there's one plumb line there's one standard it's the bible Um. Whatsoever things are pure. What does that mean? It means free from contamination or blemishes. It means pure is unmixed, it's, it's not modified. Pure is wholesome. Uh, Paul was probably talking about moral purity. Often, this is very difficult to maintain in people's thoughts. I mean, in the life and culture that we currently live in, where children in schools are being uh, uh, shown explicit sexual acts, and there are teachers out there showing disgusting, filthy pictures to children in schools today. You know, I I could go on a tirade. I, I've just about had it with the school system. Man, it needs cleaned up. It's filthy. I mean, they're indoctrinating students all across America in critical race theory, which which is purely Marxist philosophy to bring hatred and division and And they're showing children, children, young, young children, these filthy sexual things. I mean, and pornography, we know pornography is rampant, rampant in the church, just as it is in the world. So... When we talk about, think about things that are pure, boy, oh boy, how do you get people from look? I mean, pornography is being exposed to children, not just adults. The whole aim is to get little kids on this stuff, looking at these things. Parents, you need to monitor your children. And if you parents aren't, you grandparents better Start doing it. You better be monitoring what your grandchildren or your children are looking at, watching on their phone, on their iPad, on their computer. Because the evil one is out to take out this generation. So how do we keep them free from contamination? How do we keep these young ones wholesome? You know, these kids are having sex at like 10 years old. It's crazy. And it makes me ill. It does. So we don't even have to talk about adults having issues. We've got children now who who are being exposed to the filthiness. The filthiness of pornography by teachers. So you, you wonder why I have a problem with the school system when teachers are doing this, when teachers are indoctrinating students, when the school boards won't even listen to, to parents. Parents, they don't even have a voice. The school board won't even listen to them. So, okay, I, I, I'll get off that, off my rant. Um, whatever things are lovely. Thoughts of great moral and spiritual beauty, not of evil. How, how, how do we have lovely thoughts, pure thoughts, honorable thoughts, just thoughts, truthful thoughts? Uh, folks, there's only one way. There is only one way. You train up a child and you train them in the word of God. You take your children to church Parents, if you aren't taking your children to church, shame on you. You will reap. Uh, it won't be good. It won't be pretty for you if you don't train your children in the things of the Bible. Just giving you a warning. Okay, whatever things are of a good report. Um, things that are... That speak well of the person. Of thoughts that um, that are recommended, give conf- confidence, approval, praise, real, reveal positive and constructive thinking. A believer's thoughts, if heard by others, should be admirable, not embarrassing. Um. Wow. So. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, sincere, genuine, reliable, they're not lies, they're not rumors, whatever things are noble, things that are worthy of respect, dignified, excellent, whatever things are just or righteous, that meets God's standards, whatever things are pure, things that are not contaminated, things that are not blemished, things that are not uh, um, mixed and modified and changed. And I mean, pure is pure. When you think of pure, I think of ivory soap because of that commercial from when I was a young person. But pure means free from any wicked, evil contamination. Uh, whatsoever things are lovely. Hmm. That's a, that, again, parents, that's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to make sure what your children are allowing into their eye gate and ear gate. What kind of music do your children listen to? Your young children, your teenagers, what are they listening to? Do you know what kind of music they listen to? Do you know what kind of things that they're reading, looking at? Maybe you need to take a little venture into your teenager's bedroom and see what's in there. And guess what? You have a right. It's your home. Um, things that are of a good report, I mean, uh, that makes me think about, uh, you know, we get a report from the Lord, or we get a report from the doctor, rather, and uh, it's not a good report, Okay. Well, whose report are you going to believe, the scripture says? Are you going to re- believe the doctor's report? Are you going to re- believe a good report of the Lord? Well, that's your choice. And then it says if there is anything virtue, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy. In other words, if there's anything admirable, if there's anything of moral excellence, um, if there's anything that deserves uh god's praise meditate on these things meditate on these things now verse 9 is interesting because it says the things which you learned and received and heard and saw okay the things which you learned and you received and you heard and you saw in me paul says Everything you that you learned from me, everything that you've received from me, everything that you've heard me preach about, everything that you saw in my actions, he said, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. So Paul's life was a model, and he was living out his words. And he encouraged the believers to put into practice what they had learned from him. He was teaching and training them, and there were no scriptures compiled at that time. Remember, he was writing letters, and they were sent about to the different churches. So Paul was following Christ's example, and he was saying, follow my example because I'm following Christ's example. And if the believers would keep on practicing the virtues that we just talked about, things that are noble, true, just, pure, lovely, of a good report. Guess what? They would experience the God of peace. So I find that a great um, recipe for life, recipe for Christian living. So I would encourage you to do exactly what Philippians 4.8 says to do. And it is a command. It's not just a nice little suggestion. It's a command. Well, I'd like you to just sit back and listen to and enjoy Terry McAlman as he sings, You deserve the glory. deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship. You deserve the glory loves this song worship him with it you deserve the glory Well, I'll leave you with this. Great minds do think alike, and we do want to think and meditate on the things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and of a good report. Amen? Well, this is Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries. You can go to www.pureheart.today and listen to this podcast again. Again, thank you for your prayers for this ministry, and I would really appreciate it if you would take a moment and consider Supporting this ministry financially, you can write me at Pure Heart Ministries PO Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia 26060. I look forward to being with you next week. I have a special guest with me next week, so I hope you'll be listening. And we uh, are on again at 11 p.m. today. So if you want to listen to this podcast or this, um, I was going to say, if you want to listen to this podcast, if you want to listen to this message again, you can go uh, on to WWVA 1170 a.m. at 11 p.m. tonight. I look forward to being with you next week. Shalom, shalom. Peace be unto you.